The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. These are special nights. Nights to be relished. Nights to be remembered. But nights to be winners. The lovely through ball to Bruno Fernandes. He's onside. It's Fernandes. Oh, it's a big save from Testegan. It's a really, really big opportunity that for Bruno Fernandes. Just didn't set it anywhere near towards the far post. Building again, Cassie getting forward from midfield. This is Kunde. Oh, flipped away. Balde. Oh, yeah. Penalty given. The coming. Well, United complained about that. It looked a little bit of a soft one. He's had to wait a long time. It's Lewandowski. De Gea coming so close to keeping it out but the master craftsman Lewandowski strikes and Barca ahead in the tie 1-0 on the night 3-2 on aggregate Sancho Fernandez Fritz what a start for the second half Fred levels it all up and 90 seconds into the second half the strip and end explodes Chipped in dangerously. Well, free header, what a save. Oh, unbelievable save. David De Gea. It's a terrific point blank save. Fernandez. Fernandez. Donato. Fred. Anthony. It really is a fantastic finish from the Brazilian. Just measured. You are listening to Bet MUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SUB Soccer. That's at SUB Soccer. Bet MUFC is at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network are on at the SGP Network. On at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's the premium pay service that has delivered 116 months in a row of, tran- of transparent trap profit in two days. That will be 117 months in a row of transparent trap profit because we have destroyed soccer this month. We have been very solid with tennis and we destroyed the Super Bowl as well. In fact, from our eight Champions League picks, we have ended up going 7-1 and one with our selections from the round of 16. And we are on course to cash all four of the futures that we posted out. Two look to be already over the line. Two need some work in the second leg. But we have got closing line value on both of those plays. 
and uh, we do need Inter Milan and Bayern Munich to see it out. So a very, very solid month. Sign up for the month of March. In fact, we don't use Patreon anymore, so you can sign up immediately. The billing cycle is no longer first to the first. The billing cycle is you sign up and you get a month whenever you sign up. The handle at LockBetting.com for the Twitter is the same handle for the TikTok account. The TikTok posts 30 to 45 second digestible videos giving you vital betting information. Post the same videos on Instagram. That is simply at LockBetting if you want to check that out as well. So moving on with this edition of Bet MEOC, we are here to cover the Carabao Cup final off the back of beating Barcelona and knocking them out in the Europa League. That was predicted here. Um, That was predicted on the free show that we did for you guys where I took United to qualify. And then we took an additional lock on the on United to qualify at the new price, took them again as favourites because I was just absolutely certain that off the back of that first leg, Manchester United would see the job through, especially at Old Trafford, where we've now won 16 of our last 17 games, only drawing to Leeds. And that was from 2-0 down. And we almost came back to win that game as well, which would have meant 17 wins in a row at Old Trafford. And even prior to that, um, since we've lost to Brighton, we went on a run where that that run of wins was only stopped by one draw at home to Newcastle. So since we lost to Brighton on the opening day, we've won every single game and I've just had two draws against Newcastle and Leeds at home. It's been phenomenal home form and it has carried us up the table and has made us secure in the Champions League places with an outside chance of winning the Premier League. We are also still competing on all fronts and have drawn Real Betis in the round of 16. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. That commentator really doesn't have enough enthusiasm or he doesn't have the, a great voice for commentary. I use him because it's the official Manchester United commentary that we can use and it's shorter than using the um, BT commentary, which I'm not sure is licensed or not. But I'm sure there was a lot more enthusiasm on BT. And that comes during a week where the greatest commentator of all time, the GOAT, John Motsum actually passed away. And I think Motti would have done that win over Barcelona so much more justice because that's a huge win. I spoke about um, how that was a bigger win than winning the Carabao Cup today because the expectation is that Manchester United will win the Carabao Cup. I think the expectation is um, is a lot higher than it should be because I think Newcastle are being written off here, uh, especially after the loss of Nick Pope. Carrius comes in for Newcastle and everybody just remembers Carrius for being a person who made a mistake in the final against uh, Real Madrid for Liverpool and he hasn't really seen too much football since but I'm sure Carrius is motivated by that and is probably intending to have the game of his life so I don't think that swings it as much in Manchester United favour as it does um, for many people, I've seen the opinion of many people saying that this is now a foregone conclusion. There's no Nick Pope. There's no chance. I don't see it that way because Newcastle have been very defensively solid this season and they will make it difficult for Man United. But we'll talk more about that later. We need to give a little bit more time to this phenomenal win in midweek and what it means. It means that we are back among Europe, Europe's elite. It means that we are now the favourites to win the Europa League. That was something that I said would happen. I said that the winner of that tie would be immediately installed as favourites. And it was the manner of the victory as well. Um, It's fair to say we started slow. We started nervously at the new Camp for about 15, 20 minutes. But after that, Manchester United took complete control of the game. Barcelona's goal in the, first, in, the, in the beginning of the second half was against the run of play. Manchester United then continued their dominance. Marcus Rashford ripped the team apart 
And United scored two goals whilst on top and Barcelona then scored their equaliser against the run of play as well before again taking over for the final 15-20 minutes. So Barcelona had about 35 minutes of the first leg and absolutely none, absolutely none of this second leg. They got the goal again against the run of play, a fortunate penalty, which still doesn't look like a penalty to me. It wouldn't be a penalty that would be given in at the EPL. It was soft. The referee gave Barcelona a lot. You, can, you could have questioned if they'd paid the referee off again for most of that game. But ultimately, we made tactical changes at half-time. Weghorst came off, Anthony came on, and it changed the game because Manchester United went from being um, slightly on top in that first half and being the slightly better team to being the much better team, to looking like they were in a different league to Barcelona in the second half. There was only one team in it. Barcelona put no pressure on either after Manchester United got themselves in front after Anthony got the winner. And that's great for Anthony as well because Anthony has gotten so much shit from people about being a waste of money and whatnot. This is his first season. Um, When he started, when he first came in, he went on a streak of scoring in his first few games. Um, I think things changed when he was criticised for doing that aeroplane spin during a Europa League game, he came off at half-time and didn't play for a while. Obviously, that um, they said that he was injured. Eric Ten Hag said that he was carrying an injury. He didn't play then until the World Cup. And when he returned, he was in and out of the team. So it'd be interesting to see if he does get a, a more consistent run of games. But when he did start as well, to be fair to the, the press and the critics, he wasn't doing as much as he did in his first few games. But also, he's 23 years old. It's a 23-year-old in his first season in the EPL. Ronaldo did absolutely nothing in his first season in the EPL. And I understand players don't get as much time now because the Ronaldo price tag was 12 million. And this is a much, much bigger price tag. But I think Anthony's having a, a decent first season and it's great for him to score the winner against Barcelona. But it's even better for him to be an absolute game changer. And Eric Ten Hag continues to be the manager of the season. He sees things on the pitch that others don't see. He makes the changes and the changes win games. And he's done that throughout this season. He's made changes to what he's seen and it's ended up with a positive result. And it's happened again against Barcelona. We were the much better team than a team who are leading La Liga comfortably ahead of last season's Champions League winners. And last season's Champions League winners just absolutely destroyed Liverpool at Anfield. So all in all, Whatever way you look at it, this is an absolutely massive result for United. Before we move on to looking at what Eric Ten Hag had to say about this upcoming game against Newcastle, let me quickly tell you guys about WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, aka WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet, so if you're ready to play, Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All we have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, this offer is subject to change terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone that you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
Let me also tell you guys about the SGPN merch store because our merch store continues to add new items to the store every single day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and get your favourite hats, sweats and hoodies. And now available is the hoodie for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So I know a lot of you guys have done your iTunes reviews, but you can support the show in different ways. I still need Spotify reviews. That would be great. We've been on an incredible run here. I mean, we've been on a good run all season. So I really would appreciate the review. Takes about 20 seconds to do. But what we'd appreciate even more is really supporting the show, showing your support publicly and getting yourself that soccer gambling podcast hoodie. It's all good shit there. It's all made by top manufacturers, the likes of Badger, Under Armour, etc. Just have a look for yourselves. Make sure you check it out. It's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I wear this stuff myself in my everyday life. I always love it when I get a new batch of hoodies. Um, I'm currently going to ask for a, a, a backpack because I saw Sean Green wearing it to the Super Bowl, saw that backpack in a video and immediately that was a solid backpack. I want to get my hands on that one as well. So definitely go check it out, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Let's have a listen to Eric Ten Hag. Eric, um, how does it feel leading Manchester United into a cup final so early into your reign and how big would winning it be in your side's progress? It's great, as you have seen. We take every game serious. We take every league serious. So now we have progress in the final, and it's great to play a final. But if you play, you want to win. Will Marcus Rashford be available for the final? There were some concerns that he may have picked up an injury last night. I don't know. Um, so players now coming in. Uh, we have to do uh, investigations. Uh, medical, of course, yesterday we did. But... Uh, um, uh, so straight after the game, most of the time you can't say we have to wait for uh, uh, 100% diagnosis. So let's do the medical, the work. We have to wait. In terms of um, Newcastle, they've obviously progressed hugely this season in the same way that you have. How, how do you rate them and the work that Eddie Howe is doing? Oh, I think um, it's a great team. Um, uh, so it's um, clear. Uh, philosophy about they want to play the game so uh, it's uh, the keyword is intensity um, so they do really well um, it's an annoying team to play against so we have to find a way to win them annoying annoying what in what way oh, they, they try to annoy you huh? and, <laughs> huh? and so we have to make sure that we play our game and we focus on on, on our game Eric, was last night the perfect way to set up this cup final? Just the celebrations, the scene with the players, the fans, everybody feeling quite united and together? Well, yeah, that was a good feeling. And it, um, that um, unified feeling, um, yeah, we really together. Um, and that was good. And uh, um, so uh, a great opponent... Uh, because it's uh, one of the best teams in Europe, I think Barcelona, um, a typical uh, way of play. And if you can beat them, it's great. So uh, Sunday, that's an, uh, a challenge again, but it's totally different. And it is also great to play them, uh, to um, yeah, find a way uh, to play against different styles, um, different systems. Um, and every time, yeah, of course, you want to beat them. And every time to find a, a good plan and a strategy to beat opponents. Bruno Fernandes said that 
the players can feel that the fans are really invested in this process. They trust it. They believe it. Even when there's some disappointing results, they still stick with it. As the manager, can you feel that as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we are in a process where everyone in believes. And um, yeah, we go from game to game. And now looking forward uh, to next game, but you see a direction. And uh, we have to follow that line. And every time we want to improve and uh, to, to beat the best. Dave. Um, hi, Eric. Um, the team have made great progress this season under you already. Um, but what message would it send out to win on Sunday? And how important is it for you to end that six-year wait for a trophy at the earliest opportunity? It's, um, it's a great opportunity to... Uh, to get the silverware in, and it's all about that. I think it's about glory and honor in football, and uh, we deserved to play the final. And now we have a great opportunity uh, to win the cup. So we have to put everything in to get that cup to Manchester. And that six-year wait—it's a long time, isn't it, for Manchester United to be without a trophy? Yeah, uh, it's clear. You you feel it. Uh, the fans are really waiting for it, and. Um, so we do everything we can to give the fans um, yeah, their honour. Um, Newcastle have got an issue with their goalkeeper. It's likely that a goalkeeper hasn't played much. He's going to have to play. When you've got a situation like that, does it change the way that you approach the game where you tell your players to maybe test him in, in ways that perhaps you wouldn't do if it was a, a, a goalkeeper who's played the entire season? Um, it's an issue for them, what they have to sort. And of course, we know it. And I um, yeah, definitely... Not uh, not an advantage, uh, but yeah, um, we don't influence. They can influence it. Uh, the one who is holding, he can influence it. Uh, and of course, uh, we have to to test it. That's quite obvious. Samuel, um, uh, okay. about how Newcastle annoy you. It, can you be more specific about that? Is it their time wasting tactics? The the way they try and kill the time? Yeah. For for, for instance, uh, is, uh, so. Um, if you see, um, so FA, uh, the refereeing wants to play the effective time, so they have the lowest uh, in the league, yeah, and uh, they are quite successful with it. So it's up to us uh, that um, uh, we get speed in the game, but also we are then dependent on the refereeing as well. Do, do you think Pope's a particularly big loss because he has been criticised for the amount of time he wastes as well as a goalkeeper in that sense? Yeah, I I, I'm not in the instructions of the, of the opponents, so I don't know. And also, also um, I can't influence that. I can only influence, uh, we have to make it our game. Uh, to, so focus on the job we have to do, focus on playing football when the ball is in, in the game. Eh? And it's about that. And eh? so con fully concentrated on that and don't get distracted from what uh, what what can be. Uh, or whatever is on the pitch and uh, we have to focus on the job and um, find our way and find the moments uh, where we can strike Hi Eric, first of all congratulations on reaching the last 16 last night you're now the only team that's competing in four competitions this season has a key to your success this season been your squad rotation having your experienced players available for big weeks like this being able to then help the younger players who are inexperienced in weeks like this has that been key to your success and why we're competing at the highest level in every competition 
I see it so far not as a success. It's more the road um, to hopefully success because uh, it's only success when you win trophies. But Sunday we have an opportunity to get the success and as obviously we have a squad what we use and when you play in four leagues you need a squad and you can't do it with 11 um, uh, already in the perspective of the load of the of the players but also from a yeah, tactical point of view how uh, um, we can choose uh, formations where we can think we are most effective Will there be any update on Anthony Martial before weekend? He's been training on his own, we noticed, earlier in the week. Will he uh, be assessed or has he any chance of playing in the final? No, he will not be available. Very interesting. We've done loads of these through the course of the season and the manager doesn't usually give too much away, but he was very direct there talking about how annoying Newcastle were and even specified the time-wasting. I think the time-wasting has significantly helped people cash unders on Newcastle quite frequently this season and if you relate this to the NFL for example when you're looking at taking an under often you want to be on the side of teams who don't throw the ball much because obviously throwing the ball doesn't really kill the clock particularly if uh, passes are missed or, or players can get out of possession you need to have a lot of passes completed in order to that to age your under and to kill the clock whereas running plays they are massively clock-killing plays. And when you've got a running team, especially going up against another running team, you can have yourselves a total under 40 quite often. And in this instance, Newcastle are, are similar to that. They're a team who waste the clock as much as they can. Eric Ten Hag said they've had the least, um, at least time with the ball in play out of any team so far this season. I mean, I don't even know how many managers would actually know that, but this guy is so clued up to everything, so data-driven. It's just surprising for me that he brought it up in a press conference. So I think this will be that type of, uh, that type of game where um, it is going to be um, tight and cagey and Newcastle are going to come here to frustrate Manchester United, who are the better team and they are in a better form. Newcastle have had a dip as of late. They have dropped out the top four because they are drawing too many games and quite frankly, they're not scoring enough goals. So I do think this will be tight and cagey, but ultimately I do expect Manchester United to win it. Before I talk about my pick for the game, because I do have a lot here for this show, let me tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favourite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So here is your lock on the show. We are going to keep it nice and simple and go for Manchester United on the money line. Now, if you are a client of mine over at lockbetting.com, don't play this 
because we already have a futures play on Manchester United in this competition. Um, I believe in responsible gambling and responsible staking. So I do believe it would be somewhat irresponsible to go even deeper in on this game when you already have a two-unit future. And two-unit future is a massive play for for me and my clients. We don't do these five-star plays, these 10-unit maxes, these 20-unit whales. It's all realistic staking and sensible staking for the everyman. And um, yeah, a one-unit play, which is what the lock is every week, is a serious play. And this, this lock that you're getting here is a serious play. It's going to be on Manchester United on the money line here. I do believe Newcastle will sit in deep. I do believe they'll try and frustrate Manchester United. But ultimately, I think with the players on the pitch and even the players on the bench, Manchester United will find the moment of quality. Sancho's coming back to form. Anthony showed at the, at the, uh, in the game against Barcelona in midweek that he can come off the bench and he can change the game. He can also do things from the start. He has produced moments of magic throughout this season. His goals have been brilliant, a lot of them, especially look back at the goal he scored against, um, against Manchester City, the one against Arsenal. He has been great this season at producing a goal out of nothing. Um, we also have Marcus Rashford, who is the informed player, not just at Man United, not just in the Premier League, not just across Europe, but in the world at the moment. He was kept out at the in the game against Barcelona by Arroyo, but he wasn't kept out in the first leg. So I know a lot of people are making a lot of that, but Arroyo doesn't have his number because Marcus Rashford was free to do quite a lot in that first leg. So just... Just one bad game, one average game doesn't change what he's done since he's come back from the World Cup. And it's key that he starts and that he's not actually injured. Eric Ten Hag wouldn't talk about that, but I fully expect him to start. And I fully expect Manchester United to not be fatigued from the win against Barcelona because there is silverware here on the line. And Manchester United will be fully motivated here to get this done. They are in this, they come into this with seven wins and no defeats in their last nine games. And they can take advantage of Newcastle's selection headaches with some players missing, specifically the goalkeeper. And I just don't see Carrius finding a clean sheet. I think Newcastle will try to kill the clock. I think they'll try to be defensive. I think there's obviously some value on the under with it being 10 to 11 on the over and 10 to 11 on the under. I would definitely side on the under. I would even be looking at a potential nil-nil scoreline at half time. But ultimately, the way I see the game is that Manchester United have more quality. They have better form. They have more confidence coming in. And they're more equipped for this cup final. They also have a better manager and they will find a way to get the breakthrough. Even if Derek Ten Hag needs to change things, if maybe it's pulling Weghorst off again and putting a quicker player up front, such as a Ganacho or an Anthony or, or a Sancho, I don't know who he's going to start with. I think Eric Ten Hag gets it done. So your selection here is Manchester United on the money line here at the price of 13 to 10. That's it for me in this edition of Better MFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.